What's up, y'all? It's Jam Space. It's me, Colton Dunn. Hey, Colton Dunn. It's Hello. me, too, Scott Rogers. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting loose. That's right. We're, That's right. We're sinking in, huh? It's we're, like, getting, we're starting to feel it. Oh, my go. God. Sinking down deep. Colton Dunn and Scott Rogers, we're here at the Jam Space podcast. That's right. And we got a great guest with us today. I say we introduce him right away because he had that sick beat oh, drop. Oh, man. It just Eric. Flips out my lips price up, that's right eric name your price <laughs> for a low low price that's my confidence good. Now, um, our good eric, friend uh good buddy of mine you know uh, mm-hmm. me and him uh sort of live similar kind of lives uh how so know, well comedy wise like we both did high school league comedy sports yep, yep. around the same time i think we actually met years and years ago at a high school league tournament love that when we were still in school right so, uh probably in passing and then ran into each other again when Eric worked at Mad TV. Exactly, and so did you. And I was also working. And it's so funny because when you see somebody again for the first time after a long time, like I can only think of you in sweatpants. You yeah. know what I mean? Because like people in comedy <laughs> sports always had to wear sweatpants. Yeah. So for, for the listeners, comedy sports is a uh, short form improvisational uh, show that is like a competitive mm-hmm. show. On uh, every That's comedy stick. And part of the stick is that there's two teams and they're playing against each other. Uh, you know, so very similar to theater sports. Yes, but uh, it's called comedy sports. It was basically ripped off of theater sports. <laughs> he added um, a Z, and it was their own. He added thing. a Z, made their own thing. So um, it is sports with a Z. It's sports yeah. with a Z, and every city kind of has their own uniform. But uh, sort of the the traditional one that I grew up with was sweatpants and a bowling shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. One team would wear a red bowling shirt and the other team would wear a blue. By the way, like adding sweats, it's like that's redundant. No need. It's like we get that there's different teams, first of all, visually, mm-hmm. and then especially with the shirts. Why fucking sweats? Well, well check this out, Scott. Jeans. Not only that, there was also AstroTurf on the field. Yeah, yep. wow. on, on the, the field. Sta- on the stage. You know, it's <laughs> it's called field. a field. Yeah. Yeah, it's still in the little batter's in box uh, taped on there. And there was a referee. And if you, there are fouls that there you were commit. Fouls. I knew there were fouls. Could you, yeah. you, you do the rough speech? Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. I think so, man. I think. Uh, Don't do it. No. no. <laughs> okay. You got uh, it? Ladies and gentlemen, what you're going to see today is competitive improvisation. We're going to have two teams of athletes to perform for points and laughs based off suggestions from you, the audience. Say that with me. You, the, the, the audience. audience. All right. You are the most important part of a comedy sports show. When I ask for a suggestion, yell it loud, yell it proud, and we'll have to take the first thing that we hear clearly. Or. Uh, <laughs> or the first thing we like or the first thing we like yeah i yes i can't believe i still almost wow. know that syllable for so there's a couple fouls i've had a few yeah. but that was i had like thousands of shows under my belt for that show i loved it i was in my uh early 20s and i had so much fun doing shows there i, I worked with some brilliant dudes and but the end of the day we were always like I'm fucking wearing sweatpants man there's nobody yeah. gonna take it's me seriously cool. that was a hard thing but uh it is uh you find a lot of like-minded people, and then we started doing a lot of long-form shows off of that, and we mm-hmm. had the space to grow. Our director, or the the guy who started the company in Milwaukee, he was totally open to us, like, hey, we want to explore other shows. So that Where was, was the first comedy sports? It was in Milwaukee. Milwaukee, where And then where you from. did it yeah, yeah. in Minnesota. In Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So you guys were both, you were in neighboring states. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And that's when you maybe saw each other in a, a You were with Schwartzen, tournament. I think, when I first met you. That's Nick right. Schwartzen were yeah, me and Nick oh, Schwartzen. Together. Charlie, too? Charlie Sanders? Uh, Charlie did it, but he was two years behind us. Two years behind. Yeah. Nick Swarsden. You had a different, uh, your, you had a nickname in comedy sports. Oh, yeah. Usually it was like a pun off your last name. So Everyone was, got a nickname? <laughs> wait, so wait, my wait. name was Colton Gets the Job Done. Nice. Of course! Yes. And it's Eric Namier? Uh, price of The Price of Comedy. 
Eric, what? Yeah, it was not very smart. It wasn't Is very... Eric the price the of price. comedy? <laughs> I gotta be honest, guys. So, I, I used to play for comedy sports in Chicago. Yes. Still have my jersey, actually, in the closet. I still have a couple of them. Put it but on. I was never given a nickname. And well, the piano guy never had really had... Wait, no, the piano guys did have nicknames. I oh, yeah, have one. totally. Yeah, never had one. Alex Oh, and now for a low, Merc. low. That was it. Oh, Eric, no. and now for a low, low. <laughs> price. price. Now for a low, low. Okay, yeah, that's good. Because you said... Low. Name your price, which was uh, yeah, that's a maybe <laughs> that would have been a good one. <laughs> maybe made me think of that old comedy sports thing. Oh boy, but yeah, here we Brown are. Brown bag foul. Oh, oh yeah. Thanks for being here, Eric. This is our podcast. It's called Jam Space. We talk about music. Mm-hmm. We talk about space, aliens, all mm. this kind of stuff. Mm. And every now and again, we're going to do some freestyle rapping. Cool. And also some freestyle music making. Uh, we're having some success. We got Alex on the the keys in there. Is that true, Alex? Uh, it's true. I'm here and I'm uh, seeing on some keys. Oh, why don't you? Can we hear them? Kick the keys for God's <laughs> sake. Sure. She was a girl with a red hair, <laughs> one red one, hair, a single red hair, and she danced on the dock with the boys. <laughs> She was mine. Hey there, fella. You're talking about my gal? Sure am. Well, I know she's real fine. She's got the finest pair of getaway sticks this side of the Mason Dixon. That's right. Well, I don't We're like... two guys <laughs> standing on the dock talking about the lady with real long gams. And we have throat cancer. <laughs> Pass me another chest oh. to feel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah, that's Alex on the key. Yeah, oh, actually, yeah. uh, that song was uh, deleted scenes from the jazz singer. Mm, yes, that's wrong. Yes, yes, yikes. <laughs> First talkie. Yeesh to the yikes. Uh, also here in the room with us, we've got creepy Nick Baran on camera. There he is. Nick the voyeur creep. That's right. All the cool <laughs> videos you see are uh, shot and edited by Nick. That's true. Mm. What do you guys know about space? Why, do you guys, why did you guys decide to do this show about space? Why don't you uh, listen to the fucking podcast? I did, I did, no, I'm just I did a little. I did a little. <laughs> well, uh, you know, we talked a little bit, too, because we had uh, Brandon Johnson on. This was sort of kind of based off of Freestyle Fridays, which you've been a part of oh, before, yeah, man. which was a thing that we used to do at the house that Scott and I lived at on Friday nights when we didn't have anything to do. We'd Good just uh, like get some beers or whatever, get some beats, and mm-hmm. just have friends come over and freestyle raps. So we were like, well, how can we do that in a podcast? And then we, you know, then we decided about, well, why don't we just talk about stuff we're interested in? I like aliens and space stuff. Scott likes music. And so we were like, all right, we'll do that and we'll freestyle rap. Love it. It's so nice to see you guys. It's so, uh, because I spent so much time at Camp Hollywood. Yeah. Many, many uh, nights that I don't remember. Uh, That's right. Yeah, it's always so good to see the two. Well, the house is torn down. Yeah, the house is torn down. It is. The house is no more. It's been torn down. Uh, You know what? I've got to see if I can find. What, bud? I called you um, Bud before, too. Hey, buddy! Hey, bud. Oh, hey, bud. Um, I gotta see if we can find... Smoking Bud. Smoking Bud, bro! <laughs> oh, dude, I totally um, don't remember your hmm. name, bud. What was your dad again, Bud, it's uh, good to see you, bud. Brody Jowry. <laughs> You're still looking for something, Colton? I am. You know what? I'm looking for... Uh, uh, Eric came over one night to the house, okay. and we... Made a Had song. Oh, mm. we make a song? Do you remember this? Is this the one I stole all the boots? <laughs> no. <laughs> but we did talk about that with Brandon. Uh, there's you? no boots uh, in the future. There's no boots. No boots, boots in, the in the future. I stole uh, all the boots. You know what? I'll surprise <laughs> us with it uh, if it comes up. Um, okay. What's and, uh, what's it about? Huh? I don't want to even say that because it'll ruin the surprise. Copy you. But yeah, so at some point in the show, uh, I'll say something about music. Colton's going to say something about space. Besides that, we just want to hang out. We want to talk to our good buddy, Eric Price. Oh, you're from, like we were saying earlier, from Milwaukee, right? Mm-hmm. Were you from the suburbs of the city? I was from the suburbs. Uh, there's a, an area called Bayview. Okay. And it's a nice little area on the south side of Milwaukee. And uh, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, Milwaukee is a very, very, one of the most segregated cities in the United States. Copy. We had like what we call the I-94 divider. So it was like south side, north side. Mm. Um, it's still a very segregated city. City still has a lot of problems. I was fortunate. I grew up in an area where I was a latchkey kid. So I had this 
great neighborhood. I could like get on my bike and ride to the woods and spend all day in the woods alone at eight years old. Like that just doesn't happen anymore. Wow. I had I had a really nice upbringing, but I went to I went to public school four blocks from my house growing up from K through eight. And then I went to a couple different high schools. One high school I got to, I got jumped pretty bad in the beginning of my sophomore year. And like these eight guys just, uh, <laughs> it was a whole mix up between me and another guy that was playing punch out in our arcade. I don't want to get into that whole story because it's a long one. But uh, there's a guy named Eric Prees that I went to high school oh with. And goodness. he's a skinny dude with blonde hair. I had kind of blonde hair at the time. But like we'd been getting mixed up our entire life. People were like, are you that Eric Prees? And then they'd like, some people would like want to fight me because they thought I was this guy. He got himself into trouble. I don't know how. He was a pretty nice guy. He was a nice, he was a good DJ too. Um, but he was playing punch out. I went out. Nice guy and a DJ? <laughs> I know it's hard That's to sick. believe. No, yeah, no. man. He's an enigma. He's doing it. I got mixed up with these guys. Anyways, got jumped. And I was like, I'm never going back to that school again. So then I went to Milwaukee High School of the Arts, which was in the heart, heart of the ghetto in Milwaukee. And you can't spell heart without art. Nope. Or or ghetto without an H. It's not silent. Um, but yeah, I went, I went to High School of the Arts, and that's where I got to meet Dahmer. Jeffrey oh, Dahmer. That's right. Yeah, you met Jeffrey Dahmer. I told Jeff. I borrowed smokes from Jeff. You borrowed smokes from Jeffrey. How crazy! Dumber. Is that? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Jesus. You could have. You could have gotten killed. Oh, he he offered. He, like he offered. Well, no. Me and a friend BJ. of mine. Me and me and a friend of mine, Robin, were hanging out in this cafe. It was called Yellow Rose Cafe, which is uh, three blocks from our school. That all the art students would go and like smoke our clove cigarettes and mm -hmm. talk about the monologue we we're going to do in theater class. You know, really felt like artists. And well, me and Robin were sitting there one day. We'd met Jeff many times because I always bummed bum smokes off him. Jeff. Jeffrey. Mm -hmm. On that day, he'd asked my friend. We were sitting there talking. And I was like, he was like, we should skip school. Let's go smoke something. Let's go smoke some weed. And I was like, dude, I have to be back for a second hour. I have to be back. So I talked him into going back to school. But Jeff had heard us and came over and he was like, hey, I don't need to go to work today. And he was not talking to me. He was talking directly to Robin of like, hey, if you want to come over, oh, my man. house is right down the street. And he was like, I'll go to the bathroom. Just let me know. And By the way, weird you're referring to him as Jeff. Jeff. What's that? You always hear like his whole name. Right, right. Well, I, I just oh, met, I met him as like, I was like, well, thanks so much for the smoke. What's your name, Jeff? Yeah. But yeah, as he went to the bathroom, I told my buddy Robin, I was like, dude, you don't know this guy. We don't know this dude. We're going back. We're going to go back to school. And Robin's like, okay, fine. So this day didn't matter at all until the news broke in the summer that he was caught. And then everybody, the name hadn't been released, but it was a serial killer in the area that was re revealed. And oh I couldn't believe it when his picture came up because this, this Yellow Rose Cafe, this place was home to so many characters from the neighborhood. There was a parent, there was an old, old guy named Stevie that had barely any teeth. And I was always wondering why the owner of the restaurant made fun of him all the time and made him do dances for like cups of coffee. And it turns out he was an old Nazi. Oh my so God. like he made him do these crazy dances to get a cup of coffee. And now I'm like, well, we shouldn't have, we should have never really let him have coffee actually. <laughs> so that doesn't seem like an equal, no, that's not an equal punishment <laughs> wow. by any means. But we, there were a cast of characters there that I was like, there are so many people that could be the usual suspect. And it was so surprising to hear that it was Jeffrey. It was crazy. That's so then insane. I called, I called Robin right away. I was like, dude, I saved your life. He's like, what are you talking about? You know oh, that guy that asked us to come back to his house? He's that serial killer. Jesus. Did he remember it? Yeah, he remembered. Yeah, he remembered. Was, was he like, oh, shit? Like, oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we had he that moment. He almost got his head. Oh, my God. What has he done to pay you back? Nothing. He's, well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really want. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. He's done nothing to pay you back. Well, what a jerk. Wow. No. No. We had a, yeah. You had a falling out. Had a bit of a falling out. Yeah, that happened with old friends. Yeah. yeah. That's, Wow. I, I initially was asking about the area I grew up because... I didn't mean to train, like, take this into Dahmer Town. Buddy. <laughs> that's where it's supposed to I'm go, so baby. Sorry. No, that's perfect. That was the name of my first Herald team. Dahmer Town. Dahmer Town. We no, killed. That's perfect. Let's take a trip <laughs> to Dahmer Town. Oh, no, that was you have perfection. a moment in the barrel. Huh. Dahmer Town. Dahmer Town. Oh, yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Eating heads. Everybody off. We've Ooh. arrived. Killing people in flocks. I got your dick in my box. My lunchbox finna eat that chub. <laughs> Give it lots of love. Uh, All right, sorry. Yeah, yeah that's it, baby. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna eat you from your guts. Put a hole in your dent temple. Stick my dick in it. Suck my pole. Take a little Asian kick 
freeze them. Mm. Put them in some acid, grease them. Then I'm gonna go borrow some smokes and hang out at the coffee shop and look for some blokes. One moment, yeah. I'll be meeting Ed. The next moment, I'll be eating his head. Got him back at my apartment. And then I decompose the department. Yeah. What? I take apart part, his body parts. And then I wiggle them around. I eat them. Maybe I fuck them. This shit ain't too soon. This shit ain't too late. That motherfucker killed because of all the hate. He was always away. He was always at home. That's when he murdered Conorak Synthesophone. Put him in a bucket in a barrel. Like homie was Will Ferrell. <laughs> oh yeah, anchoring a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's his plan. Uh, yeah, uh, he's talking about them frosted flakes because uh, he's a serial killer and he's going insane. <laughs> yeah, he's a bomber. First name Jeff, last Double name Dahmer. Dahmer. Welcome to Dahmer Town. One, two, three. Welcome to Dahmer Town. You and me. You and me. And me. And you're dead. Uh, but we're still watching Perfect Strangers. Oh yeah. TGIF. Uh, last name Dahmer, first name Jeff. Yeah, baby. Welcome to Dahmer Town. Balky Bartakamus. That's so wild, Balky though. Like, what a crazy thing to like have. Be like, oh no, I I met that guy. He ended up dying, right? Oh yeah, yeah in he prison. Was killed with in prison. A, yeah, with he got a broomstick. He got shanked. Yeah. In a real bad way. Um, what else is in the news? I found it. Uh, <laughs> I know this one. Can you turn it up a little bit, Alex? You can turn it up in the mix. There we go. Nigga name Lino feels like a rhino. Rip out your spine, you won't proceed in the gyno. Why'd you fuck with that? You were about to get scratched for the thunder for the cats. You so hard, knock you into another era. Trying to step to the prince of the eye of Thundera. I'm a monster, literal human lion. I got mad pride, and you know I ain't trying. Fiercely deleting your existence. I bang Cheetah, and I'll straight go the distance. I got mad dick, spike like a cone. All this mad pussy won't leave me alone. I'm talking lion, This ain't no Simba shit. Nigga named Lino, yeah, and it's about yeah. a Lino from the Thundercats. Yeah, from Lino. We wrote a rap about it one night. That's tight. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably drink like a case of beer, at least <laughs> a bunch of weed, at and least. wrote a song about Lino. That was That's tight. <laughs> I remember you dropping that track too, with the stomach cut out so you could see how I do. <laughs> like it was so hard, so hard talking about Panthro. Yep. Let me you get got... this out of the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just get it out of the way. <laughs> Every episode I do a quick... I've, I really tighten it up. I used to ramble, but now I really tighten up Scott's spiritual uh, quotes. Which he's typing into Google right now. <laughs> it's, it's an auditory medium. Right, so light some sage. Take a seat. Yeah. Close just, your eyes and scan your body from the top to the bottom. If you're driving... Don't, Don't close your eyes. And I like, you know, it's t- close to the top of the episode, and I just want to let you know that a sure sign of spiritual growth, you want more freedom and less stuff. Wow. Mm. And mm. you know who said that? Lisa Via Prosen. Lisa Via Prosen. I, was, I thought he was mm-hmm. going to say Bonet. And, <laughs> and let me just say one more. Yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today I am wise, so I am changing myself. Wow. 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 Rumi. Yeah. Wait, what was, can we go back to that first one a little bit? You bet. What was that? And I'm going to look up this gal. I never heard of her before. That moment Ooh, brought uh, to you the mineral bath. Sure sign of spiritual growth. Colon. You want more freedom? And then these is italics. And less stuff. 
Okay. Okay. That's a sign of spiritual growth. More mm-hmm. freedom. More freedom. Less stuff. Mm. Lisa via person. Okay. I like stuff, though. I also like stuff. Hey, Alex. Yes. Do you know what time it is? Uh, I believe it is music time. Oh. Hit it. I believe it is music time. It's indeed time for music. Music. Heck yeah, we're talking about music. Oh yeah. Look. One of my favorite bands of all time. That's what I'm talking about today. Okay, well, I'm excited mm-hmm. to hear this. Yeah, Who's this that? Is, like, mm-hmm. What's up? They're called Rocket from the Crypt. Have Rocket you heard of this band? I have not. They're from San Diego, California. Colton, have you heard of them? No. Maybe via through me? I mean, I think I'm sh- I, I recognize heard that name because yeah. I feel like you've been like, listen to this. <laughs> not persistent sounds enough, like though. me not persistent enough, i think you actually went to a show of theirs or something at one sure. point you were like yeah man they're back together or something yeah. and like went to go see their show yeah and i remember when you said it i was just like it because to me it sounded like it's like some kind of like you know like morbid rocket from the Angst, yeah angsty. like it's like kind of kind of something that like 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 nick would have listened to when he was uh, in high school <laughs> Like a kind of gothy, you know, like yeah, heavy metal. We're from the crib, and it's kind of spooky, you know. <laughs> is that what the style is? Nope, not at all. Not no, at all. No, 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 it's like ska. It's just straight ska. Yeah, no, no, no. no. It's a uh, uh, third wave. No, everyone, shut the fuck up. Tell us about Rocket JK. from the Crib. Rocket from the Crib. One of Have my. Have you heard about them, Nick? I know the name. Oh wow! Mm. He's got one up on us. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they. That's one of my favorite bands. They're so great. Uh, they're from San Diego, California. It's, I'd say it's uh, like noise, rock, some punk influence, some soul influence. There's two horn players. Oh, wow. The lead singer and guitar player is named John Reese, and he he's in a lot of bands. He's a pretty prolific musician. He's in uh, a more noise rock band uh, called Drive Like Jehu, and they put out... <clears throat> they had like a record deal and then he formed Rocket from the Crypt that ended up being and, and they they, uh, they had an album called Scream Dracula Scream and came out in 1996 and it was based on a true story well, it's just, it just sounds like kind of sounds like a Halloween theme album you know? well yeah it, okay. it's on the B side of Monster Mash <laughs> yeah. well it's interesting like if you go and see them they're just the most and they're known for the live show it's just this kick ass show mm. it's just tight hard rock and dancing yet rock you know music mm-hmm. it, they're so great and and they were on interscope for a while and they they like toured with the foo fighters you know late 90s early aughts when i was getting into them and you know major label records but they never quite maybe like broke through to yeah. a, a you know a radio friendly thing and some of that is they, I don't know, they just had more going on. They had their own kind of lore. Like, every guy in the band has a kind of pseudonym, alter ego, like John Reese's. They call him Speedo. And then the other PDX. guitar player. PDX is a bass player. ND is a guitar player. Apollo Adam 2000. Nine. Apollo, Apollo 9. nine. And then Adam, which is... Uh, <laughs> just Adam? J-C-O-M. JC 2000. Oh, okay. JC 2000 uh, was a trumpet player. But yeah, that's Adam Willard. He was the former drummer of that band. He then went on to, he played in the Special Goodness, which was a Weezer side project. He used to play in Offspring, and he's currently the drummer for Against Me, which is one of my favorite bands too. Mm-hmm. Definitely check out Against Me if you're not familiar. Headed by Laura Jane Grace. That's their own episode. They're the best. Rocket from the Crypt, man. It's just being a Southern California kid mm-hmm. and all my friends loved Rocket from the Crypt. I drove down to San Diego to see them multiple times. One time I was driving back from San Diego after seeing Hepcat and Rocket from the Crypt with my friend Rashawn and he was driving and I look over at him and it was there was some traffic on the freeway on the five going back up north to Los Angeles and he seemed to be dozing off. Your and, friend? Yes, as he was driving and I was and, and we were going 10 miles, you know, stop, sure. and, stop and go. Luckily, and he was like, "No, no, I'm good." And so I look back forward again, and then he's the car's not stopping. I look again, but he's asleep. Oh my god! And uh, I just like lunged 
Get your foot put, over there, right? Well, it put it put the car into neutral, and then I like turned it, and that woke him up, and then got him on the brake, and then he woke up again, and I was like, okay, let's have you pull over, and yeah. I'll drive the rest of the way home. But uh, that popped into my head. But um, please check out Rocket from the Crypt. They here's the thing about Rocket from the Crypt. They <laughs> this is a, about me, or I, th- I think humans. When LCD sound system broke up. They did that whole documentary. I believe it's called Shut Up and Play the Hits, but it was this whole to-do, right? It was like the last show, Madison Square Garden, and the documentary is very reverent of this is the last go-around, and it shows James Murphy the next day just like walking to get coffee, and that's an end of what we did there. And then they got back together a few years later because they became even more popular, and right. it was like, oh, actually, yeah. let's just keep playing. And part of me, <laughs> yeah, our audience part of me wants grown. to be like, hey, you say you're done, be done. Yeah. Do something else. Call it something else. Whatever. But Rocket from the Crypt <laughs> did the same thing. I they, love that take. He was like, yeah. you already quit. That's it. <laughs> Shut up. No take backs. No take backs. <laughs> I like that. I don't think you should get both. Yeah. It's like you make such a to-do of it. It's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Call it something else, dude. Yeah. Start a new band. I'm not saying don't play music anymore. We're just anymore. taking a break. You can just say we're taking a break. Yeah. Right? Don't don't break the hearts of your fans that are like, we're never going to hear your perfect sound ever again. Well, don't goad us into coming to the last show, mm-hmm. and then it's not the last show. Whatever. James Murphy, hit me up. <laughs> Jamspacepodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> Email me. Or DM me on Twitter. Um, but Rocket from the Crypt did the same thing. They, they did a last show, put out a last album, R.I.P., and, you know, not the scale of LCD sound system, but... They then decided to get back together years later, mm-hmm. and they casually do a, sh- a couple shows a year. I'm all in for it. Yeah. So what jam. does that say about me or about people that... Well, but like for them, the other band like straight up got back together and like started putting out albums and right. making new music. These right. guys are just like, okay, we'll get back together and... Kick around the and old just tunes. kick around our tunes again. Yeah. That's that's all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a little bit different. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and also like, but also you like them more. I love them, and John Reese again. He's he's in like multiple bands. That dude, he has his own record label. He's, he he can't be stopped. He's like, play. and a lot of them have multiple projects. But um, that's that's what I'm saying today. One of my favorite bands. So I'm wondering. I'll just throw that out there for the rest of the show. Is there a band kind of like that for you guys? That like. Maybe they weren't that big, or they're not totally known by everybody. But you, you're like, oh, I love this band, and you don't have to answer now. I'm just throwing that at. You. Well, I got I, just you, you talking about that. I, like, if something resonates with you, it resonates with you. And I'm not a huge music buff. My wife makes fun of me all the time, and she's like, if it didn't happen before '98 or like 2003, you haven't heard of it, you know. And that's partially true. Uh, I have tried to like force myself to listen to new stuff, and there are a couple people that I'm in love with but they're you know it's like five years too late but like have you guys heard nathaniel rateliff and the night sweats oh i love them yeah i mean they're unbelievable they put on i saw them at the greek for the first time and they're fucking unbelievable i love horns mm-hmm. love horns they put on a huge show that guy's voice is just gorgeous um it's soulful it's like almost like a i don't know who it would be um it's like a mixture of like a Bob Seeger and like a, Otis Redding and an Otis Redding. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great combination. Yeah, I mean he's he's just a really soulful singer and his band is ridiculous. But the, a band that has like never that never got to a place that I thought it should have was a Jurassic Five. Like hmm. they were so yeah. good. They were lyricists. They were amazing at what they did. And I I remember them being touted as like they are wordsmiths. But some of their stuff, and I don't know if maybe it came off preachy to some people, but I always felt like it was so nice to hear a rap group with really a positive, positive message, you know? Yeah. Uh, they were great. Yeah, they were. I wonder what happened to those guys. I, used I, to, I guess I thought they got pretty big. They're though, LA right? boys, yeah. And I, I think that they were big and, like like I said, probably. Were right they around, already older, 2000, though? Like... 2000. Yeah, they're older dudes, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so maybe they're just like. All right. (laughs) We're old. (laughs) But also maybe it's something that we've talked about on the podcast before where they're a a whole group. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. bands often combust because there's just too many people. Right. And you get whatever, four MCs Mm -hmm. and it's, you're trying to keep them all together. And then you got two DJs Mm -hmm. trying to keep everybody together. That's a lot to try to manage. And so... Because I know like Charlie Tuna and Branched DJ out. Newmark, like they made their own record. Cut Chemist does tons of stuff, and mm-hmm. 
that's a great record uh cut chemist and dj shadow they have a record yes. called product placement mm-hmm. that's a classic great stuff but uh, didn't jay-z quit didn't did he, he? Have, yeah didn't he have to do an album where yeah. he's like all right oh, i'm done i'm done <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he put an album out. He's like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not making any more music. And I think the bottom line is, it's just that, like, if you're going to quit, you got to quit. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to quit, you got to quit. Especially if you're going out with, like, the, this is the final tour. Uh, Pay extra money. Come yeah. and give me dance moves. Give me all your money. You know, like, it's That's that. right. You got to pay the piper. Our last show, yo. Don't be a viper. Sucking that venom. Spitting that venom. Give me denim. On my back. And on my legs. Fill up them Ks. It's a party. And this is definitely our last tour. I know we said that last time, but that's manure. And now this is my older. Yo, I swear, I put it in a folder. Check out our final tour dates. If you don't show up, you're gonna be late. We're gonna have nine more tours right after that, but pay extra money, cause you know we fat. Uh. I'ma retire from my retirement <laughs> and get back up in this environment. <laughs> have another show, have a second life. Do my own thing. Make that money, Pice. Second wife. Second uh, life. Uh, uh. Mm, it's just so ripe. But I swear this time, man, this is special. I'll never do this again. This song isn't even coming out. I'm already done. No doubt. This isn't even happening. I'm not here. I already retired. How is that not clear? <laughs> this isn't a song. You're not an audience. This is naughty, naughty nonsense. <laughs> it's not even going on. <laughs> Come on, guys, we're not here. Check out our Gaslight Tour. Gaslight Tour coming 2019. <laughs> were you here? This shit didn't even happen. <laughs> or did it? Oh. That's right, y'all. That's right, you a zombie act. Get your cards back. Time to get back in your van, hit the tracks. Have another tour, farewell. Go back home, go up the stairwell, take a nap, then set that alarm, wake up, yo, and then do some harm and do another tour the very next day. That's bullshit. Quit. Why did you say? Come to this show. Come and see my new band. Our name is the name of my old band. And all the members are the ones the same as before. And we're going to explore playing the songs that our old band did Hmm. under the same name pseudonym it's different but it's the same shots fired lcd sound system come at me james murphy shots fired <laughs> rocket from the crypt but you guys are cool with me in the clip huh shots fired jay-z jay-z <laughs> if you quit you gotta stay quit call yourself something Rule number else. one be a person of your word it's okay to say i want to take a break yeah. Be honest for God's sake. Uh, uh. And that's some truth. That is truth. That's some truth. So uh, I brought up Steely Dan last week and bringing them up again. Mm. They went on Don't a start they went on a farewell tour and then immediately went back on tour again. In an interview with Rolling Stone, I remember they're like, "You went on a farewell tour. Why are you immediately going back on the road?" Donald Fagan just says, "Well, we didn't realize how much money there was to be made." Hmm. He's like, we didn't think people cared about us. Uh, that's we went on tour for us, and realizing people would be paid all this time, I regret not touring for the last fifteen years. Wow. <laughs> and I love how honest he is. Yeah, it's telling the truth. Well, Fagan is like a prime example of like you could not have been Steely Dan now. Like, have you seen Fagan? Have you seen that oh, guy? Yeah. No. What he looks like? You oh, mean? he's oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got a face for radio, right? Yeah. So like he is um he's one of those guys where it's like <laughs> you're not a. A, mm-hmm. a, a rock singer like people when you look at him you're like well, you're not a rock singer and he kind of moves like, he kind of moves like Frankenstein's monster he does and he's and Steely Dan turtle-esque I heard that they didn't <laughs> tour for a long time because like they are perfectionists right yeah. like I heard mm-hmm. that in the studio he is he's a perfectionist <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> did you see his picture <laughs> he's a real perfectionist where it's got to be exactly right it's got to be perfect so that kind of drove them apart a little bit yeah. is that true uh, I, we, was, I wasn't there, it? so I don't know, but yeah, I have, I feel like heard, I have heard that. We yeah. can Google it. I'm not going to do, do it. He certainly doesn't look cool. I'd rather hypothesize. Yeah. Like, when I'm a huge Steely Dan fan, I just know their music, not their person. 
Yeah, I heard they were perfectionists in that. It's kind time of to take a trip into outer space. Stars, the sun, planets, moons. These are all things that you'd find in outer space. But what about the things you might also find, like aliens? Jam so every space. show, Jam Space. Jam Space. Did you just have a thing that says Jam Space? Yeah, check it out. Hold on. Jam Space. Yeah, oh, that's, that's great. Nice. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I like to talk about it a different... Um, you know, alien thing or space-related thing, mm-hmm. uh, and I figured a good thing uh, for this one would be. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. Where? Well, no, this is not good. Where did it go? Um, You're just looking it up right now. No, no, no. I have I have a video that I wanted to show oh, you. Oh, perfect. Um, <laughs> for those viewers at home. Uh, well, I'm going to show you guys the video. Here's our podcast. We'll we watch videos. And people can look this up uh, <laughs> if they'd like to. This is going to be... Um, okay. Oops, hold on a second. You can cut the audio. We don't need the audio for, for, from me. Uh Okay, you can cut me, the audio. Uh, I, I, I'm just pulling up hard. Oh, okay, yeah, you can just. So cut, cut the audio from your. Uh, from my iPad for right now. It has been cut. Uh, let me tell you when. Tell me when to turn it back up. Okay. So, have you guys seen this video? I haven't. I mean, it's not playing yet. Okay, hold on a second. Alright. Alright, have you guys seen this video before? Mysterious lights over Milwaukee. What? Whoa. Pretty cool, right? Two twenty-seven eighteen. This is Fox Channel Six, Milwaukee. Have you seen that before? No, no. So, and you can turn the audio back <clears throat> there now. So, on, uh, on it. Thanks. Uh, so that was uh, from uh, February twenty-seventh, two thousand eighteen. Uh, mysterious lights that were caught. You know, some news stations have those stationary cameras uh-huh. that just shoot out, and that was just sort of plain as they were like. You know, signing off, and then of course people were like, "What the fuck is that? What's happening?" <laughs> wow. So, uh, pretty interesting, right? What are your guys' thoughts on those video? I think those are a bunch of UFOs flying around. What I, do you uh, think? I, I think it's always UFOs. Yeah. Like when I mean, there are always there are always the excuses that we'll get of like, uh, oh, that's a that's a military experiment that we don't know about, or maybe there's solar flare or flare ups or. But, like, the videos where we see something, like, switching direction mm-hmm. on, a, like a, on a pin drop, like, boom, boom, move. I don't know how that's how we can explain that. That's yeah. um, next level shit. It is next level shit. Yeah. Well, and, and the listener at home can uh, go ahead and look that up. That's Milwaukee UFOs. Yeah, I'll put a link. Um, we'll put a link to it on the Instagram. And we'll throw Twitter. a link on there. Uh, mm-hmm. But they did find out what those like. Those what were, were they? Damn. They were seagulls. That was a flock of seagulls. No way. So there's a flock of seagulls that are flying around, and because it's night and the light's not so great, that's how the camera picked them up. Uh, but that's a flock of seagulls. That Another gonna, band that we said like, they were going to retire and <laughs> didn't. <laughs> flock of seagulls. Uh, you know, but it's uh, that's what's so interesting is because, you know, something can look crazy and interesting. Yep. And I picked that one, obviously, because it's over Milwaukee, where mm. you're from. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, there was also a sighting, uh, I don't know, somewhere in, like, Scandinavia or something like that. And it's like a big glowing spiral. Did you guys remember seeing that? No. I do remember seeing and that. And it looks like, you look at it, you're like, oh, that looks like <laughs> like a vortex mm-hmm. opening or something. Uh, but it's just sort of uh, part of the stage of a rocket. So if you shoot a rocket up, one of the stages is the rocket pops off and it, like it. spins around and it creates this if it's at night it creates this like cool like light in the sky wow yeah because also cameras like with mm-hmm. the flock you said like how the camera picks it up there's yeah. all that kind of stuff you film mm-hmm. anything it's there's outside of lens flip there's all kinds of visual stuff obviously in developing film too and people sure. seeing ghosts and you know think there's spirits and entities and pictures right. yeah 
I think I started off the segment too, uh, misrepresenting myself. Where I was like, "I'll believe anything." No, I believe no, it no, all. no. That's what but you I, said, I and think, that's where you'll stay. I think it's that I, I, I do believe it's. Um, I, I do believe that there's alien life for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, some yeah. of that stuff is real hard to explain, but then when you <laughs> explain videos like that, where it's, dude, it was just a seagull. It's like, oh. All right. I am gullible as shit, but it's because I want to believe. I want to believe that something's right? out there, and that's really the only thing that would bring. That's our like world uh, back. there's another great one. Maybe we'll talk about this on the show, but just because it's right now is that the the Phoenix Lights, which are these whole row of lights up here above Phoenix. Uh, it looks like this giant triangle, and it's pretty interesting. And then all, and then kind of one by one, all the lights go out. It was like this big event. Mm. And, uh, and there has been other things, and so I don't want people to get upset because there's other things that happened at that same time in Phoenix. But one of the things that uh, people trying to debunk the Phoenix Lights did is behind Phoenix there's a little mountain range. And on the other side of the mountain range, there, there is a, a military base. <laughs> there's a military base that says that they were, they were, uh, they were um, using flares that night. Mm. And so some people are like, those are just flares. Right. People are like, no, they weren't. There was a real ship there. But if you take the night picture up and then you take the day picture of the mountain range that would be there and you kind of put it up against it. So like because at, at night you could you can't see the mountains. It's all ah. just black. But if you put like where the mountains are behind the picture, the lights are, are above the mountains. And then every time a light goes off, it's just after it goes underneath where uh. the mountain is. So it starts to make sense that, oh, wow. oh, maybe that was just lights on the other side of the mountain. Right. Got it. Wow. You know, don't believe everything you see. Nope. Hey, Alex, you think you could help out a little bit with this one? Hell yeah. Feel that. Feel that. Mm. That's nice. Uh. That's right. Damn, Alex, that's That's sick. Yeah. You should do this professionally. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Yeah. Uh. You know what I'm saying, y'all? Don't yeah, believe do. everything you see. No way. Yo, that might just be a bird instead of a spaceship. Have you heard? Gotta not believe your eyes sometimes. Cause sometimes your eyes be lying. Lying eyes, that's what I'm talking about. Make me wanna scream and shout. I don't care what you say. I don't believe my eyes any day. See lights up behind the mountain. Is it some glistening fucking fountain? Or is a UFO coming to take my lady, coming to take my side hoe? Oops, I said a little too much about my love life. These aliens causing strife. Gonna take all my children away. Oops, I only have one child. They say hey. they half of what you see. Some of none of what you hear. That's a song, heard it through the grapevine, and I'm feeling fine. But I'm drinking too much wine, so I can't believe what I see. Oh, gee, is it me or is it you? Yo, I'm bending at my knees to see through, but I still can't see it. Can I be it? Yeah, you I'm out can. of it. You can do it. Whatever you want, man, put your heart to it. Okay. And make it happen. Believe what you want, but also look for facts so you can flaunt your knowledge of what you learn and once you learn that man the page can turn and you can start telling other people your truth that's the deal like john wilkes boot don't uh. give a fuck about the motherfucking facts all i care is about motherfucking stacks of dollars make the ladies holler especially if they got big old butts uh, he getting likes paper, the butts paid. i like, like the big butts. fat asses that's my thing sometimes i talk about that when i sang on this podcast that's right, yo, the song has changed to big butts and cash. Yeah. That's what we talking about, money and ass. All day, flappy jacks, getting paid and slapping back. Sit it down on my dick and rub it right. You know I'm about that ass all night. I'm gonna spread it around and give it some slaps. Oh my goodness, say what's the haps? I'm swiping my credit card through that crack. Taking all my big booty back. I wanna get paid butt in butt. Pay me in butt. I'm a fuck. Don't get jealous, rest of the body. Sure, I like the butt, but you still a hottie in those other parts. Mm. Yo, I like that heart, and I like them boobs, and I like that face. Now, I don't want this to sound sexist at all. We love you, ladies, every part about y'all. Your brains, your mom, and your teeth. 
but mostly and a Christmas wreath. And Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> but mostly, <laughs> mostly that. for Christmas. And give me money. <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, Merry <laughs> Christmas, everybody. I like to bring it around. It's seasonal. I like seasonal wraps. Making money. There aren't enough seasonal wraps. There really aren't. No. no. Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Buckle up. It's time to take another deep dive into the murder of John Bonet Ramsey. It works every time. They always laugh. <laughs> when we last left off, we were talking about the DNA that had been found on John Bonet's clothes. Colton had recently changed his idea of who he thought committed the murder based off of Lou Mitt Smith's. Detective Lou Smith's uh, Loose Mitts. <laughs> and so now, let's take a deep dive and see if we can solve this crime. So, uh, Eric, every episode we try to take a few minutes uh, to investigate the murder of John Benet Ramsey. Well, what do you know about that? <clears throat> I know that she was a little girl that was a pageant princess. I know that she went missing and her parents were the main suspects for a long period of time. Is that correct? Well, that's true, yes. The Boulder Police Department did yeah. uh, maintain that the parents were involved. Mm -hmm. However, uh, what I found in my investigation oh, is sure. that another detective... A uh, very good detective felt like the parents were not involved and that a lot of the evidence pointed to another person, but the Boulder Police Department did not want to change course of their investigation. Oh, was it some follow like really famous Coloradoan? Lou Smiths. Lou Smiths. Well, that's the detective. Oh, the that's detective. the detective. Yeah. But they, so he had a person of interest. He's had some people of interest. Uh, we haven't really dived too much into that, mm -hmm. um, but you know some of the just the the basic facts of how John Benet was murdered. Uh, he felt didn't line up with what the police department was saying, with what the evidence showed. Oh shit! Oh shit! So well, I thought maybe today we'd talk a little bit about. Have we talked about the false confession? Yeah. Oh, we did. Never mind. There was a false confession by the father or the mother? <laughs> no, some other guy. Some oh. other dude. We already talked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he was in. So, uh, you know, um, one of the things that this thing is making me think of is sort of the trope that you see a lot in these, um, you know, murder mystery shows. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and just in, in life is that when the police kind of pick a suspect, they don't like to change it up. Right. At a certain point, they become committed to this person, mm -hmm. and it's like they get blinders on. And any evidence that doesn't support their idea, they sort of block out. And it's, I don't know, I'd like to get your guys' take on that, but to me, that seems like flawed logic. Oh, for sure, um, for sure. It's that, <clears throat> it's like all of us in an argument, mm -hmm. right? It's sure. all of us where I made a point, and that was a great point for a minute. But now, with this new information, my point is not as relevant or making as much sense. But I'm holding true to this specific point. Yeah. I can't let it go. But like to any me, new information in because I have to be right. Yeah. But to me, that's sort of my like 20-year-old, maybe early 30s approach to sure, arguing. certainly. And I feel like as I've gotten older, and especially since I've gotten married, that mm -hmm. <laughs> you have to learn how to let your point go if new information is there that makes that original point invalid it doesn't mean you weren't wrong when you came up with whatever point you were making you didn't have certain information so it's okay to go oh okay i didn't i didn't know that piece of information let me take a second to rethink what my point of view is here and separate the emotion and i'd like to think that that police as pr procedurally weren't on the level of a 20 year old guy who gets, you know... Yeah, I don't think that... I think often they are not. And I think most people remain on that level. You're, you're evolving. I don't think everyone reaches that point. Um, I, All you have to do is look at the internet. 
Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Oh, is, I'm so sorry. Yes. Shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> fuck, Eric. Just, that, we, I think we got enough of him. <laughs> no, I, no, 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 no. We're, we're, we're in the middle of no, talking about stuff. No, there's more. Can you there's take, more I can finish for you. Can you leave? I can finish. No, no, no. You're good. Stay leave? here. Don't leave. I want him to leave. Eric. He's doing a joke. He might have important information about the case. Go ahead yeah. and leave. He's okay. got he's got important information. Okay. He's not really he's not really leaving, <laughs> listener. <laughs> oh no! He crashed. He crashed his hog. So Facebook, what it does is whatever you're already agreeing with, it adds on to that and it sifts out any opinion that's different from the one you have and it only adds on what you already believe and so here we are stratifying you know like separating people's belief systems and creating these little bubbles you know these circles of information but um yeah i think i think about that with religion a lot like i think when i you see debates between atheists and christians or whatever no one is going in there to change their mind no one's going in there to hear oh actually i don't believe that anymore people are only looking for information that reinforces what they already believe because it goes beyond what they mentally believe and i think this ties into the police thing it's tribal i think a lot of what you're pursuing and your beliefs are tribal like if i'm a christian it's more than just the belief it's my family it's my friends it's my livelihood that are wrapped up in believing this. So I'm only going to look for things that reinforce what I believe because Mm -hmm. on a deep primal level, if I lose my tribe, I I could die alone. And with the the police, it's just the same frame of mind. Also you you look at the judicial system where they, they just create the rules of a game to win the case. The, The point is not to find the answer, whether the person did it or not. The point is to argue the case based on what's allowed to be said in the room. Mm-hmm. That always gets me about trials and stuff. Sure. Yeah, that's crazy. But it's interesting because yeah, when you stand back, you go, this isn't... If your goal is to figure out who did it, mm-hmm. why are you creating all these other rules that are going to hinder you from getting there? Right. But in every every good courtroom drama, we've seen them all. And we have a jury and a judge and one lawyer that is convinced of that argument until... A surprise witness shows up out of nowhere and drops a truth bomb, and it's irrefutable. That's right. I think truth bombs happen constantly in arguments, online, in person, when you're in debates or debating with somebody about that. And it's our inability to really acknowledge the fact that something that I didn't know could be true. And what does that say about me? And I'm not willing to have that self-reflection right now. So instead of me allowing that new information in i'm just going to block it block it block it and i'm going to keep asking all of my my tribe to reinforce how the original thing that i said was true why are we even talking about this new thing that has nothing to do with no it has everything to do it has nothing to do with it just uh, ask all these people ask this today when we're recording this is the same day that uh william barr was testifying oh boy i couldn't take my eyes off this guy uh one point they go they're asking him about this letter that uh robert Mueller had sent to him after the he made his sort of first like talk about what was in the report and robert Mueller's basically like hey look man uh you know i'm not saying like what you put out is not accurate but it's not clear the way that you put this out exactly what this report says and it uh, doesn't represent and it doesn't represent and accurate. you know we're not happy about it and he puts out another thing robert bar or william Barr does and then they send him another letter, and they're like, hey, dude, you're not representing this thing correctly. Here's some other information. And so a uh, senator asking him about this, and the senator's like, hey, man, when we you came in here to talk to us a week after you got this letter, we specifically asked you, mm-hmm. did anyone on Mueller's team, you know, complain to you about how you would handle this information? And he just goes, No. No, I don't. You know, I don't think uh, I, don't I, I, that. I don't remember. I don't, I don't. I don't remember anybody complaining to me. And uh, and then they're like, "Well, don't you think that if you you had that letter, you should have said something about to us that you? Well, I you know I do know that Robert Mueller sent me this letter that they weren't too happy about it. Why wouldn't you put that out? And he was just like, "Because those are two different. Those are two different issues. Right? 
You know, whether hairs. You know, like those are two different issues. And the senator's even like, "What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Those are two different issues." Yeah. And he's like, and I think his I think his hair splitting was the question was, have members of Mueller's team expressed a problem? And he was like, "Well, I talked to Mueller. I yeah. don't know what I don't know what members of his team you're talking about." Right. And it's one of the, you know, you get into an argument with like that where you just go, yeah. okay, so. So you're not going to answer a straight question. Yeah. You're going to answer my question with another question so that we can get into this relentless circle of death where no one answers anything. This has been a deep dive. Oh, shit. Into the murder of John <laughs> Benet Ramsey. Don't worry, John Benet. We're going to find them and we're going to get them. All right. Well, there we go. Good job, like guys. We, not to split hairs, but I have a question about like when you first went into that, uh-huh. you said Colton has uh-huh. changed his mind. Yeah. Who is it? I'm curious who does your intros, if not you. Yeah. No, that's me. Right. Yeah. And then because you then switched into the first person. Sure. You were like, well, I think this. Yeah, you know. switch back and forth. I like to have fun with it. Colton likes to have a good time with that kind of stuff. Oh. Colton does. Like the third person. <laughs> well, that's all I. That's no further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> Case dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> that was exciting. Um, I hope we can find our killer. Yeah, me too. Oh, Let's man. kick a beat. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, that's a fresh beat. Oh, I like it. It's all for you to dance on, Burke. Tricky rhythm, huh? It's real tricky. Just jump in, just jump in, just jump in the pool. Just jump in, just jump in. It's okay if you look like a fool. It's okay if you look like a fool. The more you try, the more you're cool. Even if you fall on your face, doesn't matter because we're in the place. Ooh, I'm about to dive real deep. Uh, sleep with sheep. Uh, fluffy ass sheep. <laughs> I'm trying. Hold up. Let me find this shit. Mm, 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 mm. Got a floaty. Got a float? Nope. Nope. That's not it either. It's like fucking playing double Dutch. <laughs> oh. Wow. I think that was maybe the best one we've ever done. Yeah, that was great. Sheep with sheep. And then, mm. Are we trying to find another beat here? Let's just pretend that didn't happen. I think I got another beat. Oh, this is a dope beat. Oh, I like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is Steely Dan for sure. Oh, yeah. You made this? I don't think I made this. Yeah. But we could but you he, we could use that beat. I don't know if we can use can we? This oh, beat. here we go. Yeah. Okay. Am I playing keyboards or are we using the, or is there keyboards in this already? No, yeah, no. you could do you do keyboards. Use you. Okay. Uh, let me think about what to do. Take your time. I got it. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. Come 
for a comfortable distance It almost seems like you're leaving me Here in the park Ooh, I saw a lady I see her walking away You're getting on the subway She's train. leaving you Leaving you Maybe she'll come back I'll just wait here and see <laughs> She's getting on a plane I see her in the sky She's flying away She's flying off to be with another guy Got some time to take it I hope she enjoyed that hot dog and cold Just me walking the streets again in Central Park. Hey there, fella, Hi. I'm also alone. What you gonna do? Wanna come back to my home? What's your name? My name's Fred, and I'm real lonely too. Wanna get up on my dick and see what you do? This is breaking news about a guy named Fred He's killing lonely men until they're dead He's a serial killer and we found him And he's eating lots of boys' heads Fred, killing them till the dead Fred, killing them till the dead Kill that boy until he's dead Fully, fully dead Oh, if my lady would just not have left All these murders would not have happened So it's really her fault <laughs> It's really her fault You know it's her fault, yeah It's that lady's fault It's all her responsibility that these boys were murdered, it's not me, it's her. Space. This is yeah, jam space. this is jam space. This has been jam space, y'all. You know yeah. how we do. No, you're aware of how we do. How it's been done in the Yo, past. Yo, E. Price, thank you so much, my man. I'm sure happy to be here, fellas. Did you have so a good much. time? I had some fun doing our bits and skits. It was delightful. Hells yeah. Well, at the end yeah, of every yeah. show, we like to talk directly to that one person who's listening to our show. A little one-on-one. Oh, uh, yeah. And just tell them what we thought about them listening to the show. Mm. So uh, I'll start it out by just saying, hey, man. Or lady, or non-binary. 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 Thanks. Thanks for checking out the show today. And I don't know if you're driving to work or coming back from work or at home and you don't have any work, but uh, either way, you did a damn good job today. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm proud of you. You know that thing that you're good at that you forgot about? Remember it. Because in my anxiety and depression group therapy that I'm in, they said uh, when you're feeling down, you, it's because you feel out of control and you got to find a thing that you're good at and feel competent. Mm. Then you regain yeah. that feeling of enoughness. Then that is going to help you go about your day. So if you're good at sewing or whatever, do that thing. Center yourself. You are brilliant and lovely. Wow. And one thing I want to add to the listener, I heard you humming to that last song, mm. and you have a lovely voice, and you should sing more. I really like your voice. Yeah. You sound lovely. Yes. Maybe sitting in your car right now, stuck in traffic. Mm. Should look in that rearview mirror for a second. Turn a little bit. Take a look in those beautiful eyes of yours. You've seen a lot. Life is difficult. It's hard. There's only one you, and all those experiences made you the incredible person that you are. Remember those experiences that make you stronger. Remember those choices that made you a better man or woman or non-binary. 
you've accomplished a lot. Stop looking at the things that you haven't done. Start remembering the things that you have done. And unless remember, you're a baby, because unless you you're a shit. Unless you're a baby, you don't know shit. And remember that there's a Nick everywhere you go, a silent, creepy person, just filming and watching everything you do. That's true. So always be on. Yeah. So give us your beats. Jamspacepodcast at gmail.com. We're on Instagram and Twitter at jamspacepod. Like, okay. rate, subscribe, tell a friend. We love you very much. This we'll is the Jamspace, y'all. Jamspace. Jamspace.